Welcome to this week's episode of the She 2.0 podcast. I have a question before I announce who my guest is this week. Are you like me and you find that as you get a little older and a little further into your journey with perimenopause or menopause, the scale doesn't seem to be working in your favor? <laughs> so you're working out a little harder, maybe you're working out a little longer, you think you're clean eating, you're doing the Mediterranean diet, keto, paleo, whatever, and nothing is moving, shifting or going down. In fact, things are going up in my case. So it gets really frustrating. It can be super disheartening. And I'm at my wits end trying to figure out what am I doing wrong and why isn't anything working? Well, you're going to love me for today's guest because today I have Monica Tuphome on. Monica is mom of two, three if you include her hubby. Uh, she's a respected athlete and sought after performance and fat loss specialist. And she works with busy women like myself and like you who are active and over 40. Her goal is to help them lose hormonal inches and reconnect with who they really are. I found our conversation really enlightening today because I tend to focus all my weight issues on food and exercise, but Monica gave me some tips and advice that actually work with food and exercise, but they're not what you think. So tune in and listen to Monica Tophome. Monica, hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm excited about today's topic. It's always I'm good too. chatting with you. <laughs> I secretly have a hidden agenda that I'm going to reveal. I have, gained, <laughs> I have gained like eight pounds in the past mm. couple of months. But um, mm. the reason it is concerning for me is because I'm on heart medication because as all women should know, once our estrogen declines, our cholesterol jumps and that is the you know heart disease is the number one killer in women over 50. i'm all over it now which is great but i'm yes. on two heart meds and um you know as many women feel i also feel slightly frustrated by my health care because the weight gain happened rather quickly like i'm talking mm -hmm. eight pounds in less than a month and I am seven years postmenopausal. And when I spoke to my doctor, I heard what many women hear, which is, well, you are at that age. But that's crap. Yep. I'm calling BS on that because it is BS. It, it is, is BS. BS. And it's BS because, first of all, there there should be like a noticeable link between my weight gain and my um, medication. And secondly, mm -hmm. if you're on heart medication, you have a heart issue and it's not healthy to gain nine pounds in a month. Um, and I can't shake it, but medication aside, um, gaining weight during menopause seems to be an issue for women. Yes. And I did a intermittent fast. I don't know if you're going to yell at me or not. I did, a. I took a hard, a, approach to this and I did a 22 hour fast for mm -hmm. two weeks, except for the weekends. So I ate two hours a day. Um, I did not notice any change in my weight, but guess what? I noticed a huge change in my brain fog and my focus. Mm -hmm. And I read that that is due to inflammation, Moni. Inflammation, huge. Well, that's systemic inflammation, which we can, we can talk about here in a few minutes, but it is that the, so the eight pounds in a month, that's inflammation. Okay. And, and we have to equate the, the number that we see on the scale 
women have to remember that number typically is water weight. Inches is fat. Okay. So let's just, we're not going to, we're not going to jump down, like, you know, bash your scale rabbit hole and how the scale lies and changes so much when you're over 40 and 50 and 60. We're not going to, we can, we can do another podcast about that, but just something to remember that it's a good rule of thumb. If we're drastically losing or gaining, it is typically water weight. Okay. Okay. Water weight. If we're losing inches and fluff and changing our shape and sort of doing, working towards more of our body composition and size, AKA the jeans feel looser, right? That's inches. That's fluff. That's fat. Okay. And that's, that's more of a up and down than just sort of a drastic decrease increase. So it is inflammation, your body, we got to look at what inflammation is. It's a body's response. It's a trigger, right? To, to something it, it helps with, it's a defense mechanism. It helps with, with you taking that medication, your body right away sees it as something foreign right? This is a foreign stimuli. Maybe it's here to help me. I'm not quite sure yet. So let's just hold on to everything. Slow down everything to see, to check, right? And in essence, inflammation also helps start your healing process, whether it be acute or chronic, right? We sprain an ankle, we jam a finger. Okay. We're not going to talk about ankles and feet with you. I know your history (laughs) with that. But we're not going to go down that, you know, or it could be it could be chronic, whether, you know, you're you're being proactive against heart disease, you have maybe some kind of autoimmune going on. Okay, so there's different, obviously different levels of inflammation, but 100% for women out there, it is first and foremost, if weight loss and body composition is your goal. And I'm going to say health and vitality, because what is disease? Disease is two things. It's inflammation and oxidative stress. Assessment, you mean right? oxi- what is oxidative oxidative stress so it's like free radical damage so all you oh. you know you hear we eat your blueberries because they're full of antioxidants right naturally yeah. we decay we're decaying as we age oh so let's not use that word i know <laughs> maybe not as i look at your plants in the background i'm like we're not a plant but <laughs> they're doing know, better we, than we, i am we corrode we- <laughs> We're resting. Podcast resting. over. <laughs> Podcast over. We're resting. Case closed. Uh, but we're oxidizing. Like we have all these free radicals leaving and th- those beautiful antioxidants help slow down that process. Right. So inflammation, is, it's a big one. It's its first and foremost in any, if a woman's looking for just health and vitality and energy and losing that hormone, you know, fluff, reconnecting with themselves we look at inflammation first and healing the body first, 100%. Right. Okay. Nice okay. Sense. Now, just a quick question before you go on. Yeah. So with the, I'm hoping this is inflammation because it feels a little more uh, manageable, but it did change my pant size. I'm like wearing mm-hmm. the all you can eat pants now. Um, and you said that like, fluff or fat as I call it, um, is more like your body shape and like, you know, your jeans are loose or tight. Mine are tight. Is it both? Like it could be. Well, here's the thing. So let's go down the hormone rabbit hole. And here's the reality. Good old estrogen and progesterone. Mm -hmm. As we get into either whether you're peri or menopausal or post, right, obviously is on the drastic decline. Guess what? Both of those hormones help as an anti-inflammatory in our system. Mm. Now they're saying bye bye. <laughs> Plus, estrogen, 
our lovely estrogen is what gave us our womanly shape. Like who feels boxy now that they're in peri- perimenopause or menopause? Oh my God. Two hands you're like, heat up. Yeah. It yeah. Me, you're like, where did my waist go? Why do I feel like SpongeBob square pants and squared? You know, you get more of a, um, the curves are gone. You get more, we call it an Android body shape, <gasps> right? I know it sounds. Why are we talking about this? This is like, but this is it because estrogen tells your your liver and other systems in your body where to store fat. Mm. And with the estrogen on the decline, guess what? Whether you've had babies or not, maybe a fur babies, they don't count in this case scenario, unfortunately. (laughs) But they will. um, You naturally will hold where we're most susceptible because fat's protection. Mm-hmm. right fat is protection it's a massive it's a huge energy source for our bodies our brain needs it it's made out of it so your estrogen is saying well reproductive area huge we need to protect this in the female physiology so we naturally hold around our midsection but here's a caveat mm-hmm. okay. good <laughs> i know it sounds so negative but don't worry we're going to talk about what to do here in a second okay, okay? but i just i think understanding what why and that's why you do she 2.0 right is to give you why what this is happening and so Mm -hmm. women don't think oh my god what am i doing wrong i have to micromanage how i eat i have to work out more and put that aside okay because this is just a natural evolution of of your body and what's happening is that we're holding more visceral fat and visceral fat is that the fluff that's closer to our organs okay we have subcutaneous fat which is the pinchy on our waistline and the visceral the visceral is very, very inflammatory, okay? Mm. And hard to lose because the different fat burning receptors that are on those different types of fat is is different. So we as nutritionists and healthcare professionals, when that's a goal for a lot of women is saying, listen, just give me my shape back. I wanna lose the spare tire. You know, I wanna tone up a little bit. We have to take that approach into account because different fat works in different ways. So that's one of the reasons why we feel a bit of the squish and we feel the bit of the expansion and we're getting that square shape is because we're just naturally dispositioned to hold more fluff in that area. So basically doesn't matter how clean you're eating or how hard you're working out. No, the game changes. And I think that's where women want that sense of control back. That's why the fasting, the paleo, the Mediterranean, the you know mm. keto are so popular that's why the new maps and the fit pals are so popular because it puts a sense of control back in saying if i follow this meal plan and i box my eating style and or if i enter my calorie you know i ate a green apple this is so many calories that gives us control mm-hmm. right it feels good and it's way more holistic than that again which we we're going to talk about here in a second but that, in a nutshell, is really what's what's going on, okay, hormonally. Um, it's nothing that you're doing wrong. It's just a natural evolution. Does it mean that we're all have to have, you know, square waist and have to cinch the belt super tight? No, there's definitely things that we can we can do. Okay, that's it. really good to hear because I would argue that I do have curves. They're just not where I want them. Like, I don't look like SpongeBob. I look like a snake that just swallowed an animal. Like. Yeah. <laughs> like it's awful i just i've got an 11 year old daughter and i'm trying to model body positivity but i can just curl up and cry under my sheets when i see myself in underwear sometimes yeah it's that whole self-connection right we we lose 
again, this is another rabbit hole we can go in. Like it's developing that self-connection and self-worth with the expectation of saying, I'm happy how I am now. I have gratitude for my health. However, I still want to be leaner and stronger and have more vitality and have functional fitness, meaning running up and down the stairs with groceries when I'm 80, right? As I age. And that goes down to that body sort of dysmorphia and body positivity that you can be 12 or you can be 55. Like it's Mm -hmm. always that sort of mean girl that's on our shoulder. And in the 3M system, which is like my flagship system that I take women through, a third of what we do is around the narrative, is around what's going on up here, around past belief systems, around how that dictates your behaviors of what you're doing, right? It's all the woo-woo stuff, but it's, it's developing new neurological pathways around what's going on. But fluff aside, it's we have to have the belief that it is possible for us to have self-connection. And I don't want to say confidence because, Jack, confidence is fleeting, right? Mm-hmm. Like we can be confident one day and then get shitty sleep the next whoop, and then um, beep that up and then not have confidence and dragging our butt that day, right? Like it's. it's I'm really fleeting. glad you said that, by the way, because... Yeah. I feel like confidence is something that is talked about a lot that women start to lose confidence. And it really bothers me to hear that because that sounds so permanent and depressing. The reality is you're absolutely right. Like everything fluctuates, not, you know, everything confidence is a state, just like happiness is a state of mind. It's it's not permanent and it can be impacted by external environment. Um, I really love all life. Exactly. And I really, before we get into the sort of the solutions and and what we can do, I don't want to look like I, well, I mean, anyone wants to look like maybe they did in their 20. We had collagen. I want to look, and I hate saying good for my age. I want to look good for where I am in life. I don't want to feel weighted down by extra body fat I don't need to have because it causes fatigue and I have low energy and there's so many things around this that I don't want and sure I'd like my jeans to fit but I just want to look good feel good I don't want to look like a 20 year old I just want to look like I'm healthy and I want to feel healthy so that's that's the goal 100% and I love that you said that because that's what we have to remember and when your your viewers are watching this ask yourself how do you want to feel because so many of us put so much cred on that number on the scale, and that's going to dictate whether we're successful or a failure, rather than saying, you know what, what do I want? I want to be connected. I want to realize that some days I'm going to be dragging my butt, I, but other days I feel like I have a vitality and I want to be social. And we call it the, the common regulated state, right? Which is nutritionally when you're in the rest and digest state where our body actually heals and regulates hormones naturally. And that's when we're just chilled out. We're connected. We want to be social. We we believe in ourselves, right? We put on the pants and say, ah, oh, a little bit tight today, but that's okay, right? I mean, I'll up my water and just go about my day and everything's okay. We get overstimulated by a stress response, but then we are able to come back down. That's mm-hmm. the goal, right? Yeah. And you see, like when we talk about, let's dive into solutions here when it comes to inflammation and added stress fluff, or out of just fluff, sorry, in general, it is a whole, it has to be a holistic approach. And again, it's an old narrative when women are like, okay, I want control back, I want control back. And right away, we go to calories in calories out. And the workout mentality, Mm -hmm. workout more, workout harder, push myself, push myself, push myself. 
that ship has sailed. <laughs> it used to work. It was amazing when we were metabolically more reactive. But right now, we know that hormones are so important for our metabolism. It is about healing your hormones, priming your body, and then getting more metabolically reactive. So that and everyone's like, well, what does that mean? That sounds fancy. That means that when you consume food, your body is converting it to energy and using it. It's not storing it for a response to either inflammation, stress, under eating, whatever other sort of stressor that might be coming at it. Right. And it's just storing again, doesn't matter how clean you eat. <laughs> if your body wants and needs the, the, the fat, it's going to keep it. It's going to okay. keep it. And that's a med that's hormones developing metabolic flexibility and a metabolic response. So I'm probably right? going to get this wrong, but it sounds sort of like what you're saying is, you know, it's less about the diet and more about how your body uses the food. Yes. God, I should have done this. Ding, Why couldn't I be ding. like this in high school? <laughs> in high school in our 20s and everything, right? Just again, depending on what happened in your environment and life and upgrading, upbringing, like we were so metabolically reactive. We could have the burgers and fries and it was yeah. fine for some, for some, I'm not saying everybody, right? We yeah. could do the two weeks of eating salads and smoothies and working out like crazy and be, you know, vacation and bikini ready. Right. Mm -hmm. God, those were the days. Yeah. It does not work that way anymore. And we're so quick to blame hormones and it's valid, mm -hmm. but it is also environment and lifestyle. Right. And the reality of being in the decades of 40s, 50s, 60s, plus, plus, plus mm -hmm. is a gong show of a time for many. Yeah. In the most beautiful way, <laughs> but it's a gong show. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. would totally agree with that. Okay. It's a gong show. So, anyways. But should we dive into what we should, what, where we should focus and what we should do? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a big question mark for so many of us. Yeah. So the biggest thing is again, to remember that different hormones, if you will, have different symptoms and it's so easy to say, okay, I'm going to work on my estrogen. Maybe you're on HRT going to work on, you know, maybe boosting up my progesterone. I'm going to, you know, my thyroid's health, maybe I have Hashimoto's or hyperthyroidism, which is very common, mm -hmm. right? And we're working on that. You know, my blood sugar is a little out of balance. I'm sort of been on borderline type two diabetes. Like there's so many symptoms we can have out there, but here's what it comes down to the two big players, insulin and cortisol. Hmm. Everything cascades onto what those guys are doing, including your estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone, including your thyroid, including your metabolic rate, meaning how readily you burn calories, if you will. So when we look at the big picture, which it has to be a big picture, we have to look at those two. So then ask yourself questions around um, your blood sugar. So, you know, have you had intense cravings lately? Yes. Have you had energy lows, the 3 p.m. right? Or waking up, dragging your butt, you know, hitting snooze, um, your stress response and your cortisol response. Like it's very easy to be like, I'm going to journal and meditate and self-love my stress away. It doesn't work like that. We need to see where you are in your cortisol loop and your stress response loop to see what sort of nutrition and fitness protocol we can do to heal you. And it's different because women can be overstimulated, meaning wired but not tired, brain overthinking, always thinking five steps ahead, running on coffee all day long, crashing at the end of the day to getting the fatigue state, which is 
just groggy, still functioning, getting through the day, but always thinking about bedtime. <laughs> yes, that's where I'm at. To complete collapse and burnout, right? So someone that's in an overstimulated state, that's when you're like in all three, you're going to get added systemic inflammation. That's where we get the brain fog that, you know, you're feeling it, your joints, the inflammation, right? Okay. Um, you're getting um, neurotransmission issues even. So like this talks to adrenals to figure out what's going on. Your brain and there, you can get some neuro, um, bad neurofeedback. So all these little things happen depending on where you are in your stress loop. So we have to figure out, okay, what the protocol for an overstimulated woman is different from someone that is in sort of collapse and burnout, right? She can handle maybe a fat loss protocol, you know, nutritionally and, you know, working out and resistance training and the things like that. Someone that's in burnout and collapse cannot, right? There, I want her walking in nature, podcasts, healing, building her up. She's probably not eating enough, right? So, because digestion's probably slowed down, so we build it up. So anyways, my point is, for your viewers is to understand that it, it, the protocol is different, right? It has to be personalized to where you are at. And I think the big aha with that is to recognize then this is why jumping in on the fasting or the keto or the 30 day challenge or something like that has failed you. It was successful for that time. Yeah. But then life happens and guess what? Those stressors are going to be still there because we haven't dealt with stress resiliency and, and how we accommodate them and where you are in your stress cycle. And, or we haven't talked about the blood sugar balance, right? Where's your insulin at? Do we have insulin sensitivity? Is it doing its job? Cause mm-hmm. it's a huge, both insulin and cortisol are your fat storing hormones, right? They're there to protect you. So when they're triggered again, doesn't matter the clean eating or the working out. And that's why how might so many, postmenopausal menopausal women have that frustration because they're like, I'm doing all the right things. Like I eat a whole food diet. I have wine every once in a while. Is that okay? Right. I I do my F45s and my orange series and I work out hard four or five days a week. I walk with my girlfriends. Why has nothing changed? Insulin cortisol. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that's going to trigger the inflammation. And then obviously the 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 feeling of weight gain and more of that visceral visceral fuck does that make sense it makes sense it makes total sense i just want to know like how do you test your insulin and cortisol is it blood work is it an online quiz please say it's an online quiz Uh, (laughs) like how do you know i wouldn't go as serious as blood work like i think um like the symptoms that i gave is a big indicator right like the crashing the blame frog And I think the direction there, and most women feel that, that I'm giving you is like, those are the places where to start. Okay. So, and I'll talk about three things here right now that we can help with both. But if you're feeling the the cravings and the crashes, and again, might not be right now, but in the next season of life, Mm -hmm. it can happen, right? You know, mother-in-law, something happened with her. She's calling you every two minutes, big project on your desk. You have due you know, a kid calling you from across the country saying this is what's happening with them, right? It's season of life. Yeah. Right. 
Yes. So you can test both, obviously. And I think especially as we age, most general practitioners are really concerned about our blood sugar levels, because many of us at this stage, again, have developed some kind of insulin resistance. And that just comes from years on this planet and consuming food. Every time we consume something, insulin comes into play. Right. So it's just wear, <laughs> wear and tear. Okay. Yeah. So yes. a lot of practitioners will just to make sure your, you know, your blood sugar is in check. Um, and, and we'll give you some, you know, you know, you're close to being, you know, pre-diabetic and things like that. Cortisol is a, another one. It's, you know, some general practitioners will, will test it. Um, it's more than just a blood test for cortisol. You need saliva and urine because we want to see again, not so much your cortisol peak and that time it's, how it's happening through the day because naturally cortisol and we need it like it's our get stuff done hormone like it wakes us up in the morning we have to have it mm -hmm. it's usually high in the mornings all right and decreases as the day goes on which makes sense because obviously it needs to be low for us to to get ready for 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 bed and for sleep yeah right? make room for some melatonin production <laughs> exactly cortisol is high melatonin production is low yeah it's just the natural way it is um cortisol is high thyroid stimulating hormone is low. Insulin is also low. So it's a big seesaw with those two big players. But I think asking your, yourself the question, okay, where am I with my hunger cues? Where am I with my energy through the day? Big. And then cortisol, ask yourself, where am I as Moni, like we didn't dive in it too much, but where am I in those three stages? Am I overstimulated? Oh, wait, like I can't sit down because I'm thinking five steps ahead constantly all day. I'm so busy. Mm -hmm. Am I in the fatigue, just dragging my butt, still able to do my daily tasks when I'm dragging my butt? Or am I in complete burnout, which is very apathetic? You, you don't feel things. Someone's like, I just got a promotion. You're like, that's great. Right? <laughs> so kind of recognize where you are there and then the healing for the cortisol there. Okay. Right. Okay. But what we can do right now, because I know your viewers are like, okay, that's great. Moni makes a lot of sense. But what can I walk away with this conversation? <laughs> without being like, Oh, crap, where am I in my stress loop, which you, I get I'll give you guys something to help with that in a second. Um, but number one, obviously, is, is nutrition. Okay, nutrition, we need to make sure that your nutrition is matching your energy state. Okay, which means what you can eat the exact same thing at the exact same times Monday to Friday, Tuesday and Thursday, you're fine. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you're starving by three o'clock. It's an energy exchange. Okay. So again, we need to make sure you're eating enough calories to support. And everyone's like, but if I eat too much, it's going to make me fat. Don't look at it that way. Food is information, right? We need to heal the body. We change that narrative, make sure you're nourishing your body enough incorporating. I wouldn't go as far as like the anti-inflammatory diet or the Mediterranean diet, but I say, make sure that your diet's including a lot of color. Yeah. Because that color has those amazing antioxidants in it, which is going to help your body naturally rid the inflammation. Okay. And again, hydration is also a big part of that. There's a difference between cellular hydration and just hydration. Please don't use the, the color of your urine, though it's very valid to say, okay, I'm hydrated. Yeah. Okay? Make sure you're getting half your body weight in ounces a day. That's your minimum. That's a good diet. How does that work? What? Half your body weight in ounces yeah. a day. So if you're 150 pounds, that's 75 ounces. That's oh. about 2.2 liters. 
that's around just under a gallon for your American viewers, um, that's your bare minimum, right? If you sleep poorly, if it's wow. more, if you work out, it's more, if you travel, it's more, if you're sick, it's more. Yeah. Right? Well, our brain doesn't know the difference between hydration and hunger. So a lot of times when we feel a little bit hangry, we could be dehydrated. Oh. Right? We need cellular hydration. Okay. So nutrition, colors of the rainbow. And then please, we talk about all the time in the 3M system, meal timing. Okay. Does not mean we need to do nine, 12 and five. You need to figure out something that works for you and your family, but making sure you're having decent, consistent meal times right now, your body more than ever is craving consistency and efficiency. So Jack, though, I love you for doing your 22 hour fast right away. It's throwing your body into metabolic chaos because you did the fast for five days and then the weekends you switched it again. So just as it's trying to figure it out and saying, okay, she's fasting, she's in a rest and digest, we're helping her brain fog, we're getting rid of the inflammation, we're doing our thing, then all of a sudden she's like, so mm. it's like, <laughs> right? So you restore. So being consistent as much as we can and figuring out, and yes, I'm sorry, you fasters, breakfast, okay? If you're gonna fast, we can talk. A lot of my clients that I think fasting would help, and it does help with inflammation, hormone regulation, digestive yeah. health, all the beautiful things that a fasting period can do. I recommend doing it in the evening. It That goes with your natural algorithm more, bump up your dinner if you can. And then, you know, if you have your dinner at say six o'clock and then have your breakfast at eight, that's 14 hour fast. Yeah. Right there. What okay. about us wine drinkers, Moni? Well, that's a different issue. And I never say I'm never <laughs> one to take things away. But I do say with clients, if we're not getting to the goals that we want and that you want and set out for you, then we look at things like caffeine and alcohol consumption, dairy, gluten, like all the big yeah. players that we see on Dr. Google and, and social media. <laughs> but I, I'm a big, a big advocate for not taking away, don't take away the carbs, you know, no take, yeah. but adding nutrients in. And I think you do consistent meal timing, have a nice rest and digest period in between there of a good, you know, three, four hours, because that way everything gets allowed to come down and your body's naturally allowed to regulate. Liver gets to do its job. Right? Yeah. It gets to do its job, which is ridding inflammation, which is processing everything that goes in and on our body. Right. So having those, and it's not about being hungry. If you're hungry, then you're, you're, we call it nutrition pairing in the 3M. It's just meaning that your nutrition is not matching your energy demand enough at that meal. So then we have to look at the busyness of your day and where we can have, we can put in different, different nutrients, but that and more colors of the rainbow. Okay. Don't just stick to your salads and diversify your salads, salads, salads all the time. Okay. Protein and healthy fat at every meal. Mm -hmm. And your carbohydrate should be, and we do this in the 3M, where we call it your carbohydrate tipping point, it should be paired around where you're most active in your day. Okay, oh. or with some, it's where you're most depleted. But right. you always have a carbohydrate in there. It's glucose, it's your brain and your cells most preferred energy source, you have to have it. But okay? you need a, like a, there's a difference with carbs too, right? Yeah, there's a complex, and complex. simple carbs, which yep. one do we and prefer? again, more complex carbs for sure we would like in our diet simple carbs the difference really is nutritional value okay so if we're saying foods information then the simple carbs like your pastas and danishes and and white rices and white sugars and things like that and baked goods 
is not necessarily giving us a, a lot of information for our body to help heal the hormones, prime the body to do what's meant to do. But I'm a big, like food is life, right? It, mm. It's culture, it's religion, it's celebration. And the amount of energy that we spend thinking I shouldn't eat the bread, I should have more greens, I can't have the pasta, I couldn't have this, we should be spending on just saying or learning, okay, hiring a health coach, whatever, a dietitian, learning about, okay, how does this work in my life? So I don't have the negative guilt. But that's the biggest thing with nutrition, don't overcomplicate it. Don't try to micromanage it. Because guess what, that's just another stressor. That's just going to compound and cause more chaos than is good. Keep it simple. Meal timing, hydration, colors of the rainbow. Okay. Okay. The second thing I would say is to move. Guess what helps with inflammation? <laughs> Circulation. And now the reality is that women in our generations sit more than they sleep. We're sitting a lot. Okay. You and I, we work from home. Yeah. But we have back to back meetings, you know, we have obligations, I get it. But it's, I always say, try to pair it with something that you would do with your day, whether it be checking on the laundry or refilling your coffee or water, and just add in some extra movement in there. And 100% unequivocally, we need to be getting outside. Yeah, outside. What nature does, it naturally grounds us, sounds woo-woo, but it, it, it does. It's, it's an energy exchange. It grounds us. And science has shown, there was a Harvard study, I'll find it, and you can even link it in your show notes, that shows that right away, within five minutes of being outside, our serotonin naturally rises. Guess what's the biggest and free, most free <laughs> cortisol <laughs> blocker out there? Serotonin right? Our feel good hormone, our, you know, we get light on our face, you know, even if it's raining or minus, I had a client in Yukon and she's like, I would just stick my head out. And <laughs> then, you know, I go to a mall that had lots of windows and mall walk, right? Because they yeah. were, you know, minus 40 or something ridiculous during their winter months and dark. Yeah, I've, dark. I've been to Whitehorse in the winter. It is cold and dark, right? Like and they dark. have two hours of sunlight. And so we had to work on getting her blue light and sitting in front of that Nonetheless, move, please <clears throat> yeah. figure out what structure in your life. It's very easy for us to say, okay, I'm going to move more, but really look at your day and say, okay, what structure can I do to support more movement? Okay. And again, it doesn't need to be an hour walk every day and your 10,000 steps. I like the increments. And I think a big misconception many women believe is that if I do my 45 minute yoga class or my 45 minute hit, I've worked out for the day. That's enough. I'm just, I'm not talking about speed walking or working out. I'm just talking about moving your body. Yeah. Okay. Because fat isn't burned. It's actually, it, it's, it's a gas that gets released. And then we hope that it gets utilized and picked up by those receptors that I was talking about earlier for energy. If it doesn't, guess what? It just gets restored. Guess what helps with it getting utilized? Circulation. Right. Wow. Right? I so never thought sense. of it that way. That does make sense. Yeah. So what helps with digestion, circulation, blood flow. So just moving, moving our bodies. And I think a good rule of thumb is if you're sitting for an hour to get up and move for at least five, 10 minutes. Yeah. Right? And, and, and try to do and get outside. Okay. And we're not on our phone outside. We call it the blue sky syndrome. And as nutritionists, you know, you ask a busy woman, you're like, what color is the sky today? She's like, mm, it's overcast <laughs> because we have blinders on and we're thinking about the next thing. 
Or again, we're just maybe an over, like we're bottomed out and we're in an apathetic state and we just don't care. Yeah. Just don't care. So um, moving your body. And then the next one, which we dove in a lot today is working on your stress response. And again, this goes beyond your, your self-care and your spa days and your girls weekends and all the things that do matter. And we need to do like, and have connection, but it is about seeing where you are in your stress response cycle and working towards building yourself up in that metabolic flexibility up. And it's not overly complicated. It's just simple, but it, there's no blanket way. Cause again, an overstimulated woman protocol would be different from someone who's in complete burnout that we actually need to bring up her cortisol. Right. But think about, I always said this, and I said this in um, the uh, workshop that I did the, the stop the stress fluff cycle that you'll talk about here in a sec too, Jack, but one of the biggest places to start when we t- start thinking about our cortisol and stress and the fat storing hormone is What's your belief around stress? Because yeah. we often do what our parents do. Like, did your mom get mad at your dad when he came home from a long day of work and sat on the couch while she's making dinner? Yep. Was it perceived that resting was weak and you need to work hard and keep moving and keep moving and keep Absolutely. moving? Absolutely. Right. And so a lot of us have that in our brain. We think that rest is weak and we wear busyness as a badge of honor. I was just going to say that like pre COVID we'd go into work sick. It was a badge of honor. Like we're martyrs. I'm helping you. Right. And that makes me feel good because I feel validated. I feel wanted. I feel needed Yep. rather than saying, or if we sit and rest, do we have that constant spinning mind thinking about what's next? What's next? Five steps ahead. And we're not in the present. And you talk to so many women and right away when we do our onboarding calls for the 3M, I look at, again, where you are metabolically, where you are nutritionally, your, your blood sugar and your stress response. And a lot of that is, you know, when you sit and have your coffee in the morning, are you actually savoring the coffee? Right. Are you smelling the aroma? Are you being present in your day? Because guess what? That helps bring cortisol down. Right. So focusing again, stress response. How do you do that? Start with your belief system and really recognize the parallels there around your belief on rest and chilling out and your belief on how to deal with stress. A lot of us just put it aside. Well, I feel (laughs) like keep on going. Right. Or we sleep all day. Yeah, exactly. Like stress makes me do one of two things. Like it paralyzes me or it makes me just want to curl up and have a nap. Like, yeah. I guess both are sort of the same, but it really doesn't motivate me. Like I'll work through it, but I don't feel productive. And yeah. I also feel like I've been conditioned more with COVID to have stress is just a part of my day now. I think all yeah. of us have. And I think that's why we see, we won't go into this, but that's why we see so many mental health issues. And that's why we see people are really angry right now. They're aggressive and angry. You see it on online comments, Anxiety. you see it on the road. Yeah. Like we just have lost that ability to, to be empathetic and relate. And uh, yeah. yeah, so I- And when we're in that back to that comp, again, it's not about not having stress in our lives, like what our response to stressors is. It's about having that overstimulated state and then coming back down, right? Yeah. Like dealing with the stuff, but then able to regulate into that calm state where we want social connection, where we want 
you know what I mean? Like many women now are like, I don't want to talk to my spouse at the end of the day. I want my Netflix and my bag of chips and my wine. Yeah. Right. And that's not, that's, that's a dealing mechanism Yeah. <laughs> rather than in that calm regulated state, we want connection. And again, it doesn't mean that you have to chit chat. It's just being around people and being social and grounded and connection. And COVID did mess that up a lot for many of us. Yep. And anxiety is big for so, so many women. Um, and I know that supplementation to, to support, but depends again, where you're, where you are in your, your stress cycle, but it all this leads to that added the weight gain and the not feeling like yourself and feeling the body shifting and changing and the joints hurting and the inflammation and the brain fog and can't focus. Like it all leads to that. Right. So that's where I'm talking about when we're talking about healing and what to do insulin, cortisol, start with your nutrition, start with moving and, and grounding yourself, getting outside, and then start looking at your stress response cycle, meaning start with your belief system behind stress and, and, um, and rest and where you feel that you might be right. And mm -hmm. what city might be, and that's where you start. That's where okay. you start. Unfortunately, that's we can't, we can't journal. And if you do practices like meditation and journal and gratitude, I think they're all beautiful, but they're practices and they don't fit everybody's life. No. Right. So it, you've, we have to find out what works for you. Mm -hmm. But that's a good start for your viewers. That's a really good start. I love all this. And I, um, I actually listen to my breathe app every night yes. and I do, yes. I fall asleep to meditation because it is, uh, they have like a whole cycle of, um, you know, stories and hypnotherapies yes. like designed to help you fall asleep, but also with some positive yes. messaging. And I've done a lot of them on stress. And I will say that, I didn't really kind of believe in it at first. I just wanted it to help me go to sleep because yes. I was stressed. And yes. now I'm sort of addicted. I can't sleep without it, but I find I am calmer during the day. I find like it has had a psychological impact on me and I love it. Now For I just sure. need to work on the, you know, like carving out more time to go out and move, uh, spending less time, you know, booking back to back meetings and maybe removing a meeting and spending that time on like preparing some meals or something more healthy than just running and grabbing a pita and hummus for lunch, which I do every day. Yeah, like, that's my go to it, 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 <laughs> your calendar is your reality, right? So for all my clients, I usually say grab your calendar and literally look and look at your personal obligations, friends and family and everything's first right holidays then your work because that's your income your job or if you're retired you know other things that you might do volunteer work etc and then you literally have to block it in right? yeah so for you i would say okay maybe it's a sunday for 10 minutes just to write out what you're going to be having for dinners and then maybe you have the leftovers for lunch yeah right like you literally you literally block out saying and you have to hold yourself to it right which goes yeah. down to your belief system if you that you're worth it yeah. Right? But I'm telling you right now, like during the day, the focus, I have sometimes clients put reminders on their phone. Right. And That's it's very easy idea. to be like, like, forget it. But there's a guilt with that. Like, no, I need to do this. I need to stop this email right now. It's the world's not going to end if I'm not sending the email within 10 minutes and just move my body. Yeah. Right. Connect with myself. Do some breath work. Like you were saying, stick your head outside mm -hmm. all these things through the day to bring us back down into that calm, regulated state where your body yeah. can rid the inflammation, get metabolically more reactive and burn fluff naturally. 
because that's our energy source. Yeah. Right. Digest properly all the things that we need to do. And it doesn't mean that you have to kumbaya all day long, but we do need <laughs> periods through our day that we yeah. tell ourselves, okay, we need to come back. Breathing is a great way to do that. Yeah. It's a great way to do that. I would also add too that uh, I am ADHD, which I think, you know, we're seeing more yeah. of that, no surprise, but yeah. that also like what I've learned about ADHD is it makes you very impulsive. Um, people with ADHD are always like, not always, a lot of times struggle with money and finances because they are mm -hmm. impulsive, impulsive shopping, impulsive eating, impulsive going out. Like mm -hmm. if, if I'm working and I know I have to go do lunch, but something else, like I've got to get this out or I want to get this going on, like she 2.0, I, I do that first. I'm impulsive. I have to do it. Yeah. So I have to train myself not to do that. And that's, mm -hmm. that's tough. That's a big challenge. Like it do probably doesn't sound like it is, but it really is. It is. And it's not something I always tell women, it's not a light switch. And this is yeah. not like a 30 day, whatever challenge that you're going to follow that all of a sudden now you're going to get into this routine. We have to remember, and you make a good point about being, having ADHD, like your belief system dictates your behavior. Yeah. Right. Your behavior, knowing that your ADHD is going to dictate your routine your routines will then create the habit. This whole BS about do the same thing for 30 days, 90 days straight develops a habit is crock of crap because it, it, it I'm so, I'm a little passionate about this one. If you can tell <laughs> it's like down that. to your behaviors and your belief system, that's yeah. going to dictate what you're doing. Yeah. Right? So you recognizing, okay, I have ADHD. Now let's look at, okay, what makes sense with the way my, my brain works where I'm not fighting it all the time. I'm honoring that I have it. However, I'm still doing this for me and it is a different behavior and it is something that I need to do to feel better about myself and feel more connected and not have this spinning mind about how I look all the time and how I feel all the time. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So it's kind of like, it's, I hate the word balance, but it is in this situation, a little bit of a balance of both. Don't fight who you are. Yeah. Work with it. That's what therapy is for. Yes. Also throw in some <laughs> therapy there. <laughs> That's so, what therapy is for. <laughs> Before yeah. we wrap this up, can you just quickly tell me about your 3M program? So the 3M system, we have two parts to it, really. One is the four-week accelerator, which is basically the front end of our signature four-month-long 3M system. And in that system, I work with women one-to-one -one in a group atmosphere but it's really about us diving into what's going on with you, your goals. And in the beginning, whether it be the four weeks or you're doing the four months, us developing a healing protocol, meaning we're priming the body, we're ridding inflammation, we're healing it to get metabolically more reactive to then be able to shape and have long lean muscle and be toned and all those beautiful, sexy words that we want to have, right? Yes. So in the 3M, we, it's personalized to you. So again, we, we look at your hormone. I don't do testing. Okay? Mm -hmm. I feel testing I do with clients if we feel really stuck. Then I said, okay, let's stop tweaking things. Let's just get some testing done. But off the hop, we look at where you are hormonally. We look at where you are in your stress response cycle. And we look at your metabolic flexibility. And then from there, develop a protocol for you. So whether you choose to just get a kickstart with four weeks, or come for the full four months, right? And uh, meaning that it's not about like Weight Watchers and there's weigh-ins and check-ins. I ask these questions. How do you feel? <laughs> How's your energy? How are the genes fitting, right? How's your vitality, right? Have you done something for you? 
And we have these conversations around every four weeks. And then I have coaches and myself that check in every week just to oh. make sure that you're in flow. Yeah. Yeah. It's not about micromanaging because I find, you know, everyone thinks, well, I need accountability, but it's not about accountability. It's about mentoring so that you learn why this is happening to you and then figuring out with a mentor strategies that work in your life to make you get to your goal. Yeah. Right. So I'm not a coach that preaches from the choir. And I, I'm big on that in the 3M system, but working as two intelligent women together to say, okay. And this goes for plateaus. Like that's why I love the four months and it's six months in our group actually, because there's always a plateau and that's wow. an added frustration, but it's the reality of life. So then I teach you how to move through a plateau so that we can get back. Oh, yes. Feeling okay. more connected. Yeah, plateaus are huge. I think that's where women fall Big off. One. Yeah, yeah, because they're like, it's not working, right? Yeah. No, it's just, it's life. It's something going on with you. Something switched. Something up here is happening. It's usually eighty percent up here, to be honest with you, between the wow. years. So that's what we do. Yeah, in the three M. And this, why the three M? Because we focus on your your macros, which is your nutrition, your your muscles. Okay, how you are working out because that changes as we age and again depending on where you are at in your stress response cycle and um, we we do mindset so we do a lot of neuro realignment work what's the old narrative and, and thought patterns why do we self-sabotage why do we lose 20 pounds and then sabotage ourselves to gain it all back yeah right? big fan of neuroplasticity yes Right. So, yeah, I am certified in epigenetics, which is all about how our brain forms new patterns and habits and, and belief systems. So we do a lot of that work throughout the 3M. And, and that's what's going to keep it going. It's not about a maintenance phase. There should never be a maintenance phase. It's just about life. Yeah. Right. And having the tools and the strategies that you feel confident in to have in your toolbox to help you through through life and vitality, because every decade's different. <laughs> yeah. It is right? different. Oh my gosh. M emotionally, mentally, psychologically, physically. Everything. Exactly. That's right? why I was saying I don't want to be where I was in my 20s or my 30s. I, I, I love no. everything more about my 50s than even my 40s, except for this transition where I, I need to, you know, put the focus back on my health and nutrition and get myself mm -hmm. back into shape, meaning a healthier place for me. Yeah. And this is not about, about bikini body anymore. <laughs> no, it's not about the Cindy Crawford six pack. Like it, it's no. about, it's about, um, again, getting you to a place where you have self-connection. And a lot of us at this stage feel, and I'm 50, right? Feel that your body's broken up with you because yeah. changes have happened <laughs> that you have had no control over. Right. So you're just like WTF, what the heck? And then you have, yeah. you know, your, your GP or other healthcare practitioners saying, this is just it. This is life. Or, yeah. you know, like we can go down the Ozempic rabbit hole. Like that's rampant no. right now. Yeah, I know. So, right. So things yeah. like this are being prescribed rather than looking at the root cause of what's going on and healing your body. And it does take time, ladies. Like I know it's not slow. It's strategic and mm -hmm. all the little things compound. And it doesn't mean that you're not going to have a day where you want to watch Sons of Anarchy sip on tea under a weighted blanket all day and hide out from the world. That's totally fair. But yeah. it is about each day just at least feeling good about life and what's going on, right? Yeah. And optimal health. Optimal health. Yeah. Right? Optimal health. You're That's amazing. It. I love talking to you. You're amazing. You are all day. <laughs> I know. We could do this all day. Let's actually do this all day one day. I know. Um, before you go, yeah. can you just um 
I want to just say like we are releasing the um, the She 2.0 Menopause 101 custom kits. Uh, we yes. do have our two deluxe kits on the site, our In a Flash, which is, um, you know, great products specifically designed to help women in post-chemo, post-treatment menopause, which is very jarring and overlooked. Uh, and the other mm. kit is the Hey Hot Stuff kit for women in natural menopause with products specifically designed to help, you know, like alleviate some of those symptoms and issues that women have but we are uh, we've just launched our custom kit which is the menopause 101 we've got a selection of products you can build your own kit um, love it i know and you're in there can you explain a little bit yes so a lot of what we talked about today was your stress response cycle so i'm going to give your box purchasers a a free access and i'll give you i think you're going to give a code i believe yeah. or how we're going to work it out to our stop the stress fluff cycle workshop and this is a three-day workshop where i walk you through on how to love up on your nervous system so that you can empower your stress response and naturally reduce hormonal fluff because again like we said the big player 50 percent no yeah. more is your stress response and cortisol so i'm going to give your your box purchase your box um, buyers uh, free pass to that workshop and by fluff yeah I mean fat just fat. say it. <laughs> fat, I just right? want to like leave this by saying one thing that drives me crazy is I've, I've heard it from many women is well you're at that age but you don't hear a doctor say that to a dude who goes in with erectile dysfunction do you never never he doesn't they don't say well you're at that age they say here's a pill it's called Viagra you yeah. shouldn't have to suffer yeah, no, it's me crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. And I don't like it's funny, because like my GP refers people to me like it, it because he recognizes and I'm not saying everybody every health care practitioner or, or in, in modern medicines like this, but a lot of them just haven't had the education. <laughs> yeah, behind yeah. it, unless they're doing their own on, you know, what it means to be in, in perimenopause menopause postmenopause what's going on with the female body etc and he he bless his heart he's like don't know wasn't educated in nutrition we had two no. weeks in med yeah. school on this so he refers them to me yes because he's just one of those it's like the body has an amazing amazing ability to heal itself it doesn't want the fat no and also it doesn't want to have hot flashes it doesn't want to have insomnia it no. doesn't want to have achy joints it doesn't it wants to be healthy because that means survival yes <laughs> right? yeah and those so those things are indications of an imbalance and yeah. you know i i tell women yeah. that you know you're a doctor don't blame your healthcare practitioner but no they Still shouldn't them. <laughs> but don't let them blow you off either and don't take this it is what it is thing because it's not and it's not. you know i i sort of feel like health healthcare practitioners our gps etc they they're more like triage like send you to some an endocrinologist or send you to moni or, exactly exactly you know, but just don't take it. no for an answer yep and that was what really spawned me into working like i've over close to almost 30 years experience in functional nutrition and fitness and and everything but that's what led me to this over 40, 50, 60 arena, because I went through my own at, at age 42. And I was just like, what the heck is happening? Yeah, right. And not even really being in perimenopause, like I still at the age of 50 have regular periods, no hot flashes, all the things I'm ready for it to be done. But <laughs> well, yeah. um, anyways, I, I just and I had the same feedback. Yep. 
you had kids late in life, whether you had kids or not, this is just the way it is. Your estrogen is probably declining. You're losing mm-hmm. muscle mass, blah, blah, blah. Just, just deal with it. And I'm like, yeah. deal with it. <laughs> deal with it. Well, with and it. <laughs> 20 years ago, you were told that that pain and discomfort are a sign that your body's trying to tell you something's off. And now you're being told the opposite of that. So yeah. Yeah, I just, I'm glad because we're going to change that narrative because that is bullshit and we do need to learn how to manage our own body and our health. And we have to learn to do that through resources and experts like you. So Moni, thank you so much for joining me. I love it. I love it. Thank you for having me. And thank you for doing this forum. It's so needed. I I love Sheep 2.0 and you doing these curated boxes and having products in there. There's nowhere in in the market with that right now, right? Awesome. Just for menopausal women and postmenopausal women. It's so needed. And so I, just, I applaud you guys. Thank you. And I, I yeah. love that we're working with like small businesses, women led, indigenous business, Canadian brands. Like yes. I just love dealing with them because they get it. They're they're thoughtful. They're creating products because they care. They're not just mm-hmm. It's not products for profit. It's it's truly a passion and a belief system. And this is such a great community of women. And you're in that community. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll be me. on. Thank you. And we'll be having another chat about some other issues around menopause soon. Yes, let's do it. Thank you so much. Thank you.